0: This NBA playoff picks edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by win bet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WYNbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time to chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment. Coors Light. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the Best all Mania 2 contest where you can win $1 million. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las
1: Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: Fucking shine box. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money crammer. What's happening, Crame Dog? Shaw shot, shot. Oh, Wow, what what timing.
1: Beautiful crack. Uh 8.9 style too. You really had the elbow up. threw the elbow up, cracking the cores, getting it going early. I love the NBA playoffs. I was telling you earlier, it just reminds me how easy it is to bet on the NBA playoffs. I'm on
0: a fucking heater. Let's go. You are on a heater. Let's go. I had a I had a couple a couple nice picks yesterday. I actually parlayed the Knicks and the Sixers.
1: Diabolical. That was
0: uh, that was pretty sweet. I actually stayed away from betting that Memphis Grizzlies won because I um, that that felt like it got a little cute, but it almost covered at the end there. They only won by twelve, I think it was. So the the nine and a half or ten was right on the edge there. So much to get to. And of course it's NBA playoff season. Let's go baby. Make sure you're heading over to the win W Y N N bet.com download the app today. And if you head over there right now, you get a special offer up to the $500. That's right. Up to a $500 risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply, but they got it all over at WinBet including generous promos, odds, parlays, even a parlay boost. It's all happening over at WinBet. The NBA playoffs are here and your betting companion, WinBet. Bring the excitement of Las Vegas to the palm of your hands via the win betting app. W Y N N bet.com l f g. All right, Kramer, energy high. We're ready to rip it. We're taping this Thursday night during the uh, during the first quarter of the Suns Lakers game. So keep that in mind as we're walking through these games. And we are joined by one of the hosts of the NBA Gambling Podcast. You can check out his writing over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Dan Titus. Dan, I know you're a fellow Sixers fans. 2 0. Oh, gotta be feeling pretty good right now about the Sixers.
2: I feel great about the Sixers (laughs) right now. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate. uh, Long, long overdue. Thank you. Thank you for beaming me up to the mothership here. Hell yeah! Happy to talk about the uh, the playoffs. Talk Sixers, man. I mean, Sean, you know, like you know better than I, man. We we don't get this (laughs) the first seed for the Sixers, man. This doesn't happen very often, man. What's it been since two thousand one, practically? So when we've actually been like in contention to actually have a a shot at, at, at a at a at a championship here. So yeah, man. If I'm a Sixers fan, I'm 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 riding this. I'm loving it.
0: It it's funny you mentioned two thousand and one because that takes me back to some of my favorite Sixers memory. Probably my Favorite Sixers memory as a fan, 2001 senior year of high school, like closing out high school in general. We have Sixers win against the Lakers. They're up 1-0 in the series. Was able to get a uh, fake ID, scored some, (laughs) scored some bush pounders from an Italian restaurant. They didn't even card me. That was a funny thing. I got the fake ID, didn't even card me. Got the bush pounders. Got the AI step over uh, Tyloo. Got. Really drunk. My buddy had a pool. It was I, I just remember it was like an early, early, uh it was like yeah, early June night. High school's wrapping up. It was just all time basketball. But Sean,
1: the process can't be validated because this is everything you don't stand for.
0: <laughs> I Tank, did hate I did
1: hate the process. Yes. Tanking, uh not trying to win games.
0: Well, now they're trying to win and I'm I'm <laughs> enjoying it. And I'm enjoying and we're getting, if we get this version of Ben Simmons for the rest of the playoffs look out because when he's aggressive going to the hole and and just kind of creating some opportunities for the offense and still playing great defense and doing everything else he does when he gets back in that like weird passive, I don't know what I did, but starting game two, he was just going right to the rim dominating. How excited are you uh, uh, about Simmons? I mean, if we're getting this Simmons, we're going to be in good shape.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's really been the topic of conversation in Philly for a while, man. Is like this guy could be upside a better, uh, I would say comparable to like a Magic Johnson. Just his offensive skill set is just lacking. Um, so when he's aggressive and he's playing downhill, I mean Ben Smith Simmons that is at his best. And defensively, I think is where the Sixers are going to be a problem uh, for future teams in the Eastern Conference, even the Nets. Is that you know they have such wing depth and length at, at all positions that um, I think they're going to be a tough, they're going to be really tough to guard, but yeah, they're better when Simmons is actually being aggressive and not being passive. But to be honest though, man, he's a pain in the ass. Like (laughs) I I would just wish he could shoot like a 15 footer, right? Like be able to pull up from the free throw line. A couple I, times. I can. I don't need you to shoot a lot of volume. Just do it a couple times.
0: I, I get it, right? It's the NBA. They're playing at a different level. Okay, I completely right. acknowledge that. But he's unguarded at the elbow, and when you leave Sean Green unguarded at the elbow, I can make Buckets. a couple <laughs> shots. I can. I can get <laughs> you. I can get you forty percent from the elbow if I'm completely unguarded, and that's what he is. What, and that's is the thing. That? I just like, don't. And even the free throws, like you're really good at basketball. We know that we see how well you are at handling the ball. You obviously yeah. have great hand-eye coordination. How can you not figure out free throws? So, so I, I, I at least give Shaq somewhat of a pass because
1: he has this like freakishly large body. Well, but that's the thing, right? Like when we were kids, we were programmed by the establishment to believe that it's hard for big guys to shoot the free throws yeah, because I a, kind of, all right, they're fine. higher up, right? Yeah. Like the angle, Weird angle yeah. B their hands are so big. All right. Yao Ming came along and just completely <laughs> fucked that one up. And so now yep. what's the millennial version of that? Because t- to your point, if your job is basketball, yeah. as Colby likes to remind us, our job is sports. <laughs> so we, we know sports. Yeah. If my job was basketball, I would know how to hit a 15 footer. And, but what I would say is though, how long did how it's the lo- easiest thing how, to practice and be better at how long were we frustrated with LeBron James being passive? Yeah. not taking, not necessarily having the range in his shot. And cut to today, we see LeBron fucking doing Steph Curry fadeaways into the into the bench. I mean, it
0: is it is insane. Kind of the three ball, the deep three ball that he's developed late. Shooting is like golf.
1: It's like t- it's like one of these repetition things. You just have to be willing to do it more than yeah. your competition.
0: Put the time in at the <laughs> it gym. Just shows like, what you else? He's not trying. What else are you doing? That, that's
2: that, and that's the exact thing that I, I question, man. What is his work ethic yeah. like? I see him and. <laughs> When it's summertime in the off season, this man is chilling on yachts with Kardashians, right? And I can't knock him, man. Like he's like, yeah. Yeah, like I would do that if I was twenty three too. Like, but at the same time, it's your craft. You're getting paid. You're about to get a super max, right? And you should be able to shoot a jump shot, bro. Just give me like, just give me thirteen feet. <laughs> Give me a baby hook. That's not yeah, like this on. ugly shit that he always constantly Dude, his touch around the rim. All right. Don't get me started, but <laughs> yes, I'm happy for the way the Sixers are playing right now. And Simmons, he looks great against a bum ass wizards team. But like when we face the Knicks, that's actually a formidable defense shout to you, Kramer. I know it's, I think that the Knicks are going to get Let it through
1: puff but my chest out.
2: <laughs> we're really looking past, we're looking past them. We're going to the, we're going to see, we're going to see the nets in the Eastern concert, Eastern Con- conference.
1: I, I love that. And, and shout out to the YouTube chat. Uh, I see some of the regulars in Slack over there. Sports slash slack and youtube.com slash sports Brandon saying, "I know this is an NBA podcast, but when is the next Zed horse
0: race?"
2: Yes, we are our
0: our, uh, our horse is ice cold, but we keep running this thing. Uh, check it out in the Slack. We're always pumping the links in there. It's it's a wild ride as a horse owner. We're talking basketball, but we're really getting away from the a number one most important story. A man poured popcorn on another man. It was it lit up the internet. It and I mean. I thought it was really funny to lean in the fact of saying, oh my God, a guy drops a popcorn accidentally and Russell Westbrook is the freaks out. And and people did not like that take. I also uh, tweeted out a joke that he's day to day with popcorn head. Again, people were like, "How the sanctimonious responses of like, how dare you? You think you're better than these people? It's like, no, dude. We're I'm joking. I'm I'm messing around. Obviously, if you're an adult, you shouldn't throw other stuff on another adult. But let's get real here. It is popcorn. Of all the things you throw at someone, it's fucking popcorn. And can I
1: can I just make a commentary? You shouldn't
0: throw stuff on, at people. On, That's on how, obvious, but if no. you're going to throw something, popcorn's probably the funniest and probably the least harmful and disrespectful. I mean the Knicks fan <laughs> fucking spit on <laughs> Trey young. Yeah. How does yeah right? How does right. the popcorn story take first place away from the spitting story? And
1: I am personally proud of this country. For taking us, th- this is a celebration coming out of COVID, right? Yeah, we get to do all those things. We get to touch <laughs> other humans, and we've forgotten what it's like to interact with human beings. So that's why you're seeing in every single series in the, I I keep the, I I had to mute the athletic uh, alerts today because holy shit, this team is uh, kicking fans out. Some fans have been banned from Madison square. (laughs) Every series has fan like quote unquote violence issues. (laughs) No, this is just human interaction guys. We should be happy about this. It's happening. We should be happy. A guy can throw popcorn at freedom. Let's go Russell Westbrook. Just like uh, batteries were thrown at Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah. uh, just like I mean, plenty of great things have come out of the stands onto the
2: field.
0: I mean, Dan, right?
2: Dan, where are you on Popcorn Gate? I, I mean, let, let's let be honest here. Like, Philly's, I mean, you brought up the batteries, obviously. <laughs> you know, we'll never let down our Santa moment, but I mean, let's not forget that Barkley spit on a fan, <laughs> yeah, you know, back in the day. You know yeah. I mean, like. I'm just glad that it didn't escalate to a malice in the palace level. Cause like the way that Russ was like acting, it was like (laughs) he was going to get up in the stands over some popcorn. I agree. It was definitely blown out of proportion in terms of like, You drop, all right. You drop popcorn on me, bro. Like (laughs) the spit. If I'm Trey Young, I'm be. I'm gonna be a lot more pissed off if someone spits on me. Like that's another level of disrespect. Popcorn throwing. eh. Well, the 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 but I get it because Russ has had this continued history of wherever he goes, he gets disrespected, and I feel him from a player safety standpoint. Like if. God forbid it was something worse than popcorn. Yeah, who knows it might escalate to something else. I get that, but LeBron's response on Twitter, (laughs) and I'll be honest, I I don't do the LeBron drama. I hate. I think he's a. I think he's a bitch. Like he just is so corny with a lot of his responses with everything. And like he's like, we demand, we demand that (laughs) you know you give us the guy's name and put his face on the TV. And it's like the guy dropped some popcorn, like.
0: I, 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 yeah. Also, this dude is probably just some, you know, fucking fucking Whoa. rando from Philly, and he he's probably from Kensington. Yeah, he's probably some Delco dude who scalped some ticket, and he's probably he's probably tweeting at LeBron James. He's like, yeah, it's me. You want to meet up at Wawa? Let's go. Like, the guy, right. do you think the guy's scared of LeBron? Like, he should be probably, but he's not. And th- and this is the
1: first step in the true player empowerment era, which is no more fans. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they're like, you know, we got to- our Rax.
0: verbal assaults and, and popcorn. This is the USA today sports uh, headline. I mean, had me roll it. It says quote, the fan who dumped popcorn on Russell Westbrook will pay the ultimate price. <laughs> Do you agree with it? Too harsh, not enough. And then they clarify, okay, let us be clear. This fan is not actually getting the death penalty. I mean, come on! What world are we living in? The
1: the, the freight train I saw started in gain steam this morning when Sean was battling over this. I, just, I knew this was going to be the end of it. We I, we're going to have I, Sean jumping up on the table talking
0: about how soft everyone is. I know. I I'm trying not to be the old man on the lawn, thing with this, but it it's popcorn, man. We're we're. We're, I'm I'm a franchise player. We're talking about popcorn. Can't,
1: you can't win because Tio caught shit for throwing popcorn on himself. So, you know. Yeah, it, I mean, again, <laughs> very confusing messaging you know, very, here. Very,
0: very obvious. You shouldn't throw stuff. But of all the things to throw, I mean, what's cotton candy? Where are we at with cotton well, candy? <laughs> can I? Can I? Ma- also, Russell Westbrook. That was another pretty fun part. That was. You know he's like limping off gingerly, as if he's just you know they're, like they're pulling, like he's saving Private Ryan. They're pulling him out of a foxhole, and then as soon as he gets hit with a popcorn, he's just he's jacked up, ready to beat the shit out of some dude in an Iverson
2: jersey. Dude, they had like eight people holding him back. Like yeah. what? The fuck? I, like, I was where was that? Cool, where was bro? that energy like, on
0: the court? Where was that before you got hurt?
1: I will say i I have noticed a slight uptick in w w e type like fall, but I've seen Blake Griffin do like four separate like as if he got shot from the rafters
0: uh oh, but anyway. it's it's fun uh all right, let's get to it uh we got we got a ton of games to pick against the spread uh before we get yeah. to that shouting out Coors light perfect actually uh transition I mean that fan should have just hit the reset button. Should have just chilled. Should have just cracked an ice cold Coors Light. And when you're at the game, that's what you should be. At, what you should be sipping on. It, it is really, it's a go, go world. Again, Ryan, between betting on all these games, betting on day baseball, which I know nothing about managing our horse stable, <laughs> trying to figure out how we can get this horse to race faster. It's a lot. Sometimes you need to hit the reset button and, but what better way to hit the reset button than with the Coors light mountain cold refreshment made to chill Coors light is cold, lagered cold, filtered and cold packaged It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. That's certainly true. So when you need to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill, get Coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or Instacart Coors brewing company, golden Colorado, and as always celebrate responsibly and and what better way than getting Coors Light delivered to your house. Don't have to even leave. You got back to back to back NBA playoff games. Just Dude, get some cores and uh, chill. quick question. do do they have drone deliveries yet? Very close. I feel like we gotta be close because I've seen they have robots delivering uh, for dominoes. so I feel like the cores light drone is is right around the corner.
1: Someone's gonna get a thirty pack. like like th- when I see that <laughs> that headline, right? someone gets a 30 pack dropped on their head. All right. Let's <laughs> They're going to be
0: crushed. Okay. You mentioned it, uh, Dan, the Knicks, you think the Knicks, it sounds like you think the Knicks are going, uh, moving on, but let's just talk about game three, big pivotal game three as magic Johnson tweeted out oftentimes game three and or game five are important in the series. He's, he's oh, a, what a gem. He's what a fucking national so treasure fun to follow on Twitter. <laughs> Hawks at home laying four minus one sixty five. Knicks plus one forty coming the other way. I mean, watching that game too, it, it felt like the Knicks almost were letting that game go, but then the the Garden being at home carried them. Are they going to have that ability to to steal one on the road here? Where are you at, Dan? Knicks getting four uh, against the Hawks.
2: Yeah. Um I picked the Knicks for the series, but you know, I can't deny how well the, the Hawks have played at home under Nate McMillan. I think that the, this is actually a pretty comfortable place for the Hawks. Um, it took, it took the, I think it took Madison square garden to will the, the Knicks back into that game on, on, uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, what day is today? Yeah. Damn, it, I'm, I'm already, yeah, my again. Days, It, all, it too, all runs too together. much course light. Um, <laughs> but no, man, like I think uh, it, it really took, I mean, they were kicking the, the Knicks ass in, in the first half here, and then they really locked down uh, Trey young and, and Bogdanovich in the second half. So I, I think it's going to swing a little bit more of momentum back to Atlanta. So I'm going to take them uh minus four as the favorites here. Um, but I think, you know, I think I would actually feel more comfortable taking their first half uh, mm-hmm. just given how well they came out. Last game, Um, I think we're going to see Trey Young obviously pissed off from the spitting incident. Uh, We saw DeAndre Hunter make his return to play, and he played. He scored eighteen points, six rebounds. I think he's been a huge boost for the Atlanta Hawks. But uh, I think they're going to steal Game Three.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I. I, I still kind of like Knicks for the series, but I, I think Atlanta at home laying four very reasonable. This feels like a letdown spot for the Knicks. They finally got that first playoff win, and God knows how long. Now you got to, and Derek Rose had a really good game, but now you got to travel down to Atlanta. They, you know, I, I don't know. I think Derek Rose kind of be sore. You know, he's been banged up uh, a lot in his career, but Atlanta ten and Oh, straight up the last ten at home. I don't know. They've been they've been on fire, and especially at home. I, I think this is just a good bounce back spot for them coming coming off that loss. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to cover. Kramer, where are you at? Are you are you gonna ride with your Knicks? This feels like a uh, come on, in bro. Classic zigzag fashion. This feels like the the Knicks drop this one.
1: I, I'm a I'm a NBA playoff handicapper, bro, and this is situational shit one oh one. Atlanta's gonna roll here, and if you want to have some fun, Atlanta minus nine and a half plus two hundred.
0: Oh wow! Uh, Alternate lines, let's go. I mean, again, you,
1: you want you want to you want to feel the flow of the NBA playoffs, and and you know, original pick, Nixon seven standing on Nixon seven. This one goes to the Hawks, big time.
0: Yeah, and and the Nixon seven, it it does seem like it's kind of uh, Still yeah, in play. Shaping up to be that, certainly. Next game, Nets head to Boston. Nets laying seven and a half. Uh minus three sixty. Celtics coming back the other way. Plus two eighty Friday night action. I mean, you know, there's certainly a world where the Celtics win one because Tatum goes off, but man, I just do not see it. Celtics kind of hung around for that first half, but now Brooklyn is just, you know, putting their uh, putting their boot right on their right on their throat and choking them out. I, I mean, they were shooting really well. I, I just don't see Boston getting up for this game. I know the number seven and a half is a little high, but this, they it doesn't seem like there's this traditional. Normally, the Celtics. Even if they weren't an amazing team, they still had a decent amount of fight in them and were a were a tough out as a home dog, but I I just don't see that in this Celtics team. Dana, do you think they can cover the number or any any shot to win this outright?
2: Uh Boston has no chance, bro. Like <laughs> yeah, I just don't right? I don't see it to your point, man. Like boston is it's tatum or nothing and you know kemba walker he had a decent game but it only came in garbage time evan fournier i've been hating on him a lot on the podcast i got burned <laughs> because he hit this you know oh wait a three that didn't matter lost my my uh player prop was kind of pissed about it but that dude's not a good fit there they just don't have enough firepower man like i think that this one could be one of those sixer scenarios where this is over in the third quarter and you're going to see the stars rest in the fourth quarter i, I just don't see it uh give me the give me the give me the the nets minus 7. I think this is actually pretty comfortable. They're going to win by double digits.
0: Yeah, and I didn't I, I forgot to give out the series price for Knicks Hawks. Knicks right now plus 120, Hawks minus 40. It sounds like we're all taking the Hawks. Maybe just wait till Hawks win game 3 and then you can probably Knicks will be up it'll probably bump up to like 140, 150. Uh, so maybe look to play them series price after the next Hawks win, as far as the net Celtics, I mean, it's insane right now. Nets minus 3,300 on the series price Celtics plus 1200. Not looking, uh, not looking good either way. Kramer, you making it a clean sweep uh, here? That's minus seven and a half.
1: I, I mean, have you watched the Celtics? <laughs> they look so dead. We we discussed this yeah, coming in. Awesome. Yeah, and we discussed this with Bro- Brooklyn, right? Like, what what if everyone is saying like, well, what if they're not ready to play? What if that this? What about well, what so far? What I've seen is like they they seem pr- pretty like they're obviously not a hundred percent tuned up, but. Uh, they're still whooping ass. And, and yes. as I pointed out, I took the Brooklyn sweep at four to one because it just felt like the most ridiculous price out there. Uh, it's it, nothing will stop this. The Boston's done. Boston is not, they the, want, they want
0: no part they of just, this season. They don't have enough. Yeah. And we, we saw that in uh, Miami tonight. It, it felt like Miami did the math. All of a sudden they're like, wait, if we, if we just lose these two games, We're we done. don't have to get on a plane to go to Milwaukee. <laughs> And I,
1: I would say Kyrie seems engaged, which yeah. he's pretty and good. He's, he's going to,
0: he, for whatever reason, he has a huge chip on his sh- sh- shoulder,
1: yeah, not a fan of Boston uh, against
0: probably. the city of Boston. Who who knows what went down there? Uh, you know, well, Kyrie's a bit of a squirrelly gentleman.
2: Um, but he seems. I to mean, are we surprised? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, but yeah, Boston, Boston man. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like every time I went to Boston, I feel like some racist racist shit would probably happen. Well, but I mean, it's I mean, not- Ky- But Kyrie's also like a weird dude, so. I mean, I, I could see it from both sides. Um, <laughs> I mean, the
1: day Kyrie signed in Boston, you knew that was never going to end well. I
0: again, I think they no, no.
1: The only way this gets fucked up is like you said, they just decide they're going to check out and like the twos go on a run or something.
0: Yeah, but I I think yeah. especially Game Three, like you said, Kyrie seems to have a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's going to carry him. And I think Durant and Harden are even going to go out of their way to set him up. I would I would look to some. Uh, some uh, Kyrie uh, player props as well. Real chalky so far. Clippers.
2: Super chalky.
0: It is super chalky, but I don't know, man. I, I can't find another angle on those two. Clippers. This one I think is probably one of the harder <laughs> ones. Clippers lane two in Dallas. So they're still a road favorite in spite of the fact they're down 0 2 in the series. Mavs three-point shooting has been insane. 53% and 47% in the first two games, but the Clippers are shooting pretty well themselves. Like they got a bunch of points out of Kawhi and Paul George. They just cannot hang with this Mavs team. It's weird too because you would expect Dallas to cool off, but now they have so much momentum. Luca's back home. This is Luca's first spot in front of a playoff crowd. I think since he's been at this yeah. next level, cause it's been these past two seasons, wasn't playing in a crowd previously. And now a playoff game Mavs are going to be going nuts. Uh, and, and clearly there's a ton of dysfunction on the, on the Clippers side, but man, are they really going to go down three? Oh, this is just such a must win for the Clippers. I, I think I'm going to have to take Clippers, but geez, I, I this is a tough one, Titus. Where are you at on this one?
2: Yeah, man, this is really a tough one. I I was riding with the Clippers, man. I thought that they're going to be one of the more dangerous teams. Um, I thought that they're easily the most dangerous four seed in this competition for the championship, man. And they just look like nah, it's just the Luca effect. Like I can't I can't be mad at Luca Magic, man. The dude yeah. is unreal. The Mavericks are shooting unconscious, as you stated, from three, but they're just. I feel like their their rhythm is just. They're comfortable, and I, I thought that the the Clippers' defense would be a little bit more disruptive. Like maybe we see Rondo on on Luca a little bit more, some more tenacity. And and after that dunk of Kawhi Leonard in Game One, like I thought that that would have been enough momentum to get yeah. them hyped up to win. But th- I mean, that's just seemingly they just roll right past that. And uh, I want to go Clipper. I mean, I. I tend to go Clippers here. Like, I think that the Clippers are still going to make this a series. I had them going very deep. I had them going to the Western conference Finals. So I got to stick to my guns here, but I don't feel comfortable with it. So <laughs> I'm going to pivot to a uh, Luca player prop. I see his as, as a points line at 29 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that. He scored thirty, thirty-nine 39 in the first game, 31 in the second. I don't see any reason why that should be under 30 because this guy's getting a bucket, whatever he wants. So, um, and, and maybe take I the missed over it, on but Lucas. And,
0: and, and yeah, I like that angle too. You can kind of hedge your bets there, but, um, and maybe I missed it, but are, are they even trying to put Kawhi on Luca? Like Kawhi, I mean, they called him the claw. Like wait, I know he's kind of <laughs> it seems like he's kind of, you know, not gone like hardcore all defense when he's since he's kind of been dealing with like the nagging on and off injuries. But did, did I miss where has Kawhi been playing
2: on Luca at all? It, not that I've seen, man. Yeah, he's I don't think so. Been more so morphed into this like my good hand. Like he's just not playing. I mean, he's been playing great off the ball defense, but I, I mean, I haven't seen any real claw. I mean, he should be him and Paul George should be harassing Luca at all costs. That should be a double team at half at half court. Um, but I haven't really seen it yet. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers, you know, Ty lose a vet. He's got a ring. I'm sure he'll make certain adjustments. But with their back against the wall, going against going to Dallas, man this is, this is the final straw, man. They got to win this game. So I'm not surprised that they're the favorite, but I also wouldn't be surprised to see the Dallas Mavericks upset them and, you know, take this three Oh.
0: And this is so funny because the Clippers were sitting guys, you know, sitting Paul and Kawhi so that they would be able to play yep. the Mavs and avoid the Lakers. And now they're Oh two, heading to Dallas. There's got to be some bro. switch that I mean so yeah.
1: if you're if you're Lou you, you, what you do is you pull out uh, some dream team tape of what they did to Tony Kukoc and you say this you show this to Paul George and and Kawhi Leonard and say we need you to do this to fucking Luca and
2: show him what
1: the <laughs> NBA is all the fuck about I get it Luca's good second thing this number tells you what what they think about uh, where the money's going to come in cuz I got I got to imagine everyone's betting Dallas I got to imagine that the, 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 this Clippers line, like this is going to move, right? Do you think don't, don't you wait? I I mean, it's here because I I'm guessing that smart people are betting the Clippers because I would have to imagine Joe Q public is saying like what Dallas is an underdog. They're up two zero and now they're coming home. Yeah. It's too easy. Let me get the other side of that. Sean. Clippers minus two, just simply for that. I, I think we're going to be on, and you probably can wait. I, I think this is one you, you you maybe
0: get one and a half. You know, if one, you're listening yeah. to
1: this uh, mm-hmm. on your morning jog, maybe it's time to, to to punch the ticket. Maybe you wait right till tip off. I l- I like your. Um- well li- our our,
0: our fans I like are, your optimism that our uh, our listeners are the type that are jogging. They're healthy, right? Are they, are they they <laughs> exercise.
1: I, and there are I'm sure
0: there's a couple fellow uh, runners out there
1: but a shout out to XFL Jim. I saw uh, his physique on the roof <laughs> today in his video. I mean he looked excellent.
0: <laughs> what about the series price? Uh, Kramer, I feel like we were talking about this huh. in the office. Clippers plus 200, there's no value, Mavs right? minus 250. Oh man, it's tempting, Titus. Are you are you thinking about getting involved in the series at all? I'm with you. I had them winning the West.
2: Give me the clips, man. I'm (laughs) still riding with them, despite how horrible they've looked, man. I've seen worse. And uh, (laughs) to Kramer's point, man, I actually think it's a really good good uh, comparison in in doing that that last dance. You know, stop, who coach with with Pippin and and Jordan? I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, Paul George is nowhere near that that (laughs) bracket, but. I mean, they're capable defensively to do that, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's what their solution is going to be. Because that's the only thing that's going to stop them, right? Because if I'm gonna, if I'm trying to win, man, it's 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 stop Luca or nothing. Let Tim Hardaway Jr. and Maxi Kleba and Jalen Brunson beat you.
1: And I'm gonna throw. I kind of like. I I don't mind. uh, I don't mind grabbing grabbing this. I I don't know. I, I don't know what the the series over under is now, but I. I don't mind. Uh, I, you know what? Let's have some fun. Clippers minus one and a half. Ooh. Four
0: straight. Let's go. Plus <laughs> seven fifty. Well, oh wow! So basically, nice for day. them to win the rest of the games in the series, which honestly, if they are going to win it, that might be the way they have to do it. So you have wait. So your Clippers minus one and a half games, basically them to win <laughs> out at, at seven. What plus seven fifty? <laughs> Let's go. Well, you're gonna have to get the mechanical parlay out there, Ryan. to well, see I if mean, that I, is I a was do, value.
1: I was doing it in my head. So if the Clippers are going to be small favorites on the road, you figure you're you're looking at two and a half with those two parlayed, and then you tie that to a minus what three hundred plus. It's, it's, it's close. These prices are always close, but it's more fun to say plus 750 than to remind the audience four separate times to make a bet. Let's go, Sean. Yeah.
2: Let's go. One more to throw, one more to throw at you. I'm going to take the loss. I'm going to take the Clippers win the series four to three at plus 340. I think this one's going to go seven.
1: So you can take that and the. Oh yeah, man! I'm gonna really burn a lot of money into the Clippers. <laughs> I think we just have to go to Game Five. Know, right, right. This is gonna end up either great <laughs> for us or he fucking just, horrible. Yeah, cl- <laughs> Let, let's see. Uh
2: Yeah, Luca just goes <laughs> off i you with again. my
1: Sixers. <laughs> I do have some Luca shares in Best Ball, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's a nice hedge.
0: Wise,
2: so, wise.
0: Sixers laying five and a half as they head to Washington. Uh, No word yet on whether. uh whether Westbrook will be able to uh, play due to the uh, popcorn-related injury. 76 ers laying five and a half, minus two thirty. Wizards plus one ninety coming the other way. I, I maybe there's a world where the, the Wizards really show up and go off here, but I don't know this Sixers team with Doc, with the way Simmons, his aggressiveness, uh, but certainly you know Beal is getting his. But still, it feels like they're they're just look in control in the series. Yeah, uh, with the exception again, they started out a little slow in the first half. Um, kind of feels like the Sixers are in the Wizards' heads. And yeah, minus five and a half on the road. Not big enough to scare me away. Titus, am I am I just looking at this with rose-colored glasses? Are they Wizards have a
2: chance of covering here as a home dog? No, I'm telling you, bro, it's uh 76ers got this locked up. they think this is gonna be an early sweep. Um, there's the wizards just don't have enough. Even if Westbrook does gut it out with his popcorn injury <laughs> ankle, whatever. It's not enough, man. Like they don't have any front court presence to stop Embiid or Simmons. And I think the Sixers actually just look too deep. Like we see George Hill play extremely well. I think that was a, a great move at the deadline to scoop up a veteran, especially for these moments for like the playoffs. Um, they the don't b- have enough firepower is, to keep up is, with them. And I think really they're going well. to they're yeah. gonna have to shoot lights out to take down the Sixers. So Nah, Sixers five and a half. That's that's modest. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this more closer to. I was actually surprised. I was talking to Munaf about this. I was actually expecting this line to be closer to nine and a half. You know, maybe ten and a half. But you know, at five and a half, yeah, that's that's easy. Take that,
1: Sean. What do you have to say about the reports that he was really the the up the uh, the rage was coming because he saw a hole in the bottom of the popcorn <laughs> container and didn't know what was in
0: there. <laughs> Uh, that classic. Look that, at, that in fairness, that, uh, if you saw, you, you so can look that up in Urban Dictionary <laughs> if you want the so, explanation.
1: If someone threw a pop popcorn on you that had a hole in the bottom, you might be pissed off too.
0: The symbolic nature, yeah, and and again to to Dan's point, the the bench scoring for the Sixers has been there. I mean, Bradley Beal has gotten his, and it's still like not really enough. wizard shot what fifty five percent game one. And they they still lost by seven. Now, granted, this is in in Washington, but I don't know, Kramer. You, you like to be a hater on the Philly on the Sixers uh, in general. Are you taking the Wizards as a home dog I w- here?
1: I was wrong last game, and, and it did seem like that Washington was going to maybe get a game. We all liked the minus two and a half, but maybe they get a game. But really, like they they had been covering well. And, and they are and they that, are
0: good against the spread,
1: and that's the angle here: is they're coming home like, I don't know if this Sixers team, it fits that category of definitely going to take care of business so they can sweep. I think they let one go. Mm. I think doc and the Sixers let one go. And it makes sense to take this one. Uh, This is the last time I go to the wizards. Well,
0: I think I'm more worried about game four, honestly. Mm. Cause then the Wizards' back is against the wall. Truly, Sixers know they can close out at home. To me, the the game four is slightly trickier. Maybe you're right. Than
1: game three. It, this one is the more obvious one. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the obvious angle. And I, I, again, it just seems like if they if maybe they're just not the team they've been over this past you know month and a half.
0: Jazz last last game of the slate here. Jazz laying five at. The Grizzlies. Grizzlies a plus one sixty home dog. A total two twenty four. Ah oh, man, I I even though they you know game two I got cute maybe by taking the Grizzlies there. Mitchell returned. They kind of went off. Put up one hundred forty one points.
1: Pointed out that the minus three forty five was like an insanely crazy adjustment for the Utah series price. Yeah, no, you did. It's all the way back up to seven seven hundred and change.
0: Which is, uh, w- which is pretty crazy because I mean the series is split, but I I'm I'm not taking the Grizzlies probably at f- plus four ninety. Although I will say this, uh, you know, at home Saturday night in Memphis, I, I think <laughs> they got a game in them, and I I like I like Memphis plus five. Ja Morant uh, has shown he's kind of got uh, another level in the same way we've seen that with. Um, Kim from Atlanta. geez, I sound Trey old. young Trey young. Yeah, you are old. <laughs> in the same way we saw Trey young kind of with like a gear shift to the playoffs. We've seen that a little bit with J- John Morant. I've been impressed. And I think, you know, between the travel and just how Memphis is going to be rocking, I think come Saturday night plus five. I think this is a game. I wouldn't be surprised if um, you know, jazz pull it out, but I, I think five is enough to to have me back in the grizz. What are you doing here, Dan?
2: I'm riding with you, money. Um I like I like Memphis, man. Like I think that they've they've proven that they can hang with this jazz team and they're I don't think anyone's shook by the jazz. Like, yeah, okay, the Donovan Mitchell effect. He came back, he played well. I think he had 23 points. Um but I actually feel very comfortable with the Memphis on their home turf, man. Like I think we're going to see Valachunas hasn't been as effective. I think we're going to see him step it up a little bit more. Dylan Brooks has been amazing. I think he's playing the best basketball that we've ever seen him play and John Morant, like it's, you can't state how, how well this kid's been playing and he stepped it up another notch catching alley-oops shooting threes. I mean, he's doing whatever he wants to get to the rack. So I think that this series is actually going to be more competitive Um Despite Donovan Mitchell coming back, man, give me the Memphis Grizzlies here plus five.
1: I like it. Uh, uh, yeah, see, I think me- Memphis stealing that game woke the Jazz up, and they know that they have to steal the game back. Mm. And I, you know, this is another game. I uh, this other series I might circle and 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 say like, hey, you, it's still not too late to maybe grab J- Jazz to win four one plus one seventy five because,
0: mm.
1: it, you know, I, I get it. There's a lot of people that are going to say the same thing, right? Like, oh, Memphis, they got that home court. John Morant's a fun player, but I think. I mean, I think there's a reason Utah is a huge favorite, well, and I know they're away from home, but I, I just think there is a, you, you know, eighty percent of the time, if these teams play like their mean, their mean game, Utah's winning. Now, the cover in this one, the spread is right on that, that, that it's big enough to be backdoored and it's big enough to be a problem in a close game. I'm gonna still take Utah though, because like I said, I think. And, and I'm kind of leaning. I'm going to ride the wave against this recency bias towards John Morant and some of the games he's had.
0: I, I think there's a. I think you're right. Where Utah feels like they have to steal one, but I think that's going to be Game Four. And I think even mm. the more I th- the more I'm looking at this game, I think even Memphis plus one sixty on the money line strikes my strikes my interest a little bit. Not going to lie. Uh, not going to lie here. So. I'm on Memphis plus five. Kramer, you like Utah minus five, and then throughout out the Jazz to win four-one. Dan, you got Memphis plus five for the game. Any thoughts on the series or anything else yes. in the game?
2: I think I'm going to go. Utah wins the series four-two. Okay, at plus two twenty. Ooh, Ooh,
0: that's a spicy one because it does feel like they, and maybe I'm maybe I'm picking the wrong game, but you're. Yeah. Four to two Utah sounds right. Like I, I think Memphis has another, <laughs> no, it, do, it does. It sounds like Mem, just watching that game. They can win another one of these games like that just from the feel of the game. And maybe maybe I'm, I'm underestimating what Mitchell brought, but like even that game too, it wasn't a must win for the Memphis. It was like a clear letdown spot. They were riding that wave of Donovan Mitchell. I think at home, I think they're going to win another one of these games at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll go out on a limb. Utah, Utah doesn't lose a game in the first round, rest of the way. Neither does the Clippers. I say both those teams win out. That's if parlay that, figure it out. That's that's the angle.
0: All right. Now time we got a lock dog and uh, maybe a series prop. We want to throw out, of course, brought to you by underdog fantasy. Use that promo code SGPN over at underdogfantasy.com. They have uh, NBA daily uh, stuff going off. You got the NFL best ball mania two, where you can win $1 million, only a $25 entry fee. And again, use that promo code SGPN. So they know we sent you Dan, how you feeling? Jalen Hurts. I mean, oh, no. there's is real, there's this real, is basketball There's talk. some fun hype going on the Hurts train. I'm all in. I'm even getting you know excited fantasy-wise. How are you feeling about the birds right now?
2: Man, I'm so glad you asked me that question. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be doing some writing, some fantasy writing and analysis for the SGPN network, and I got lucky and did some early projections for the NFC East. And I'll tell you what, man my, my numbers for Jalen hurts are looking pretty gaudy, but I'm telling you right now, this guy's a QB one out the gates Um, under Sirianni's offense, man. I I think it's interesting because he was playing with Philip rivers before who never ran at all, but this rushing attack, I think with this revamp line, we got a couple of new linemen there. I think we're going to see an explosive offense that is going to give at least our division foes fits. And I think that Jalen Hurts has been written off for a lot of his career. I think I love what he's been saying, what, been saying to the press. He's open to competition. He's not scared of having to battle for his job. He, I mean, he lost his job before, right? So I think this kid has a high IQ. He's playing with his boy in Devontae Smith sign me up, man. I think people are really down on miles, miles Sanders. I think he's also going to have a better year when he's actually going to get the rock because we know that the, that Sirianni's offenses love to pound the rock. And I'm expecting like 600, 700 rushing yards out of Jalen hurts Mm, and at least 37, 3,800 passing yards. I think it's, it's easily attainable in a 17 game season. There's probably going to be some games like the Eagles defense has, has has some improvements to make, but I think they're going to be playing from behind at times where you'll see this guy can actually throw better than 52% for a season. So, yeah, I season. such sound <laughs> objective. I mean, it is.
1: Jalen Hurts fits into the bucket with the Bengals, some of these other teams, right? Like bad defense, good offense could be down by a lot, score those garbage fantasy points. It is very cute how these Eagles fans are getting so optimistic about the season. Uh, by the way, did you, you feel see better about how, Daniel Jones? Oh, yes, Daniel I did. Jones his re, did his, you his see retooled,
2: his retooled <laughs> wide receiver core? Retooled arms. You see how shredded
1: that man is? Armed. Talent, baby, got a flex during
0: quarantine. Oh man, am I? I'm like, uh, you
1: know, slightly aroused over here. Doesn't help
0: your pocket awareness. I, I, I think you're. I, I mean, regardless of our own Eagles bias, Jalen Hurts is definitely a fantasy buy in my mind because their their biggest issue right now for the Eagles, I think, as a team, is the secondary. There's still a chance to get a second cornerback. But um, that could be an issue, and if they're playing from behind, going up against a prevent defense that's sitting back, that means there's rush lanes, there's easy stuff underneath for PPR. So, fantasy gods, uh, all right, let's and close. I it will out, say so. the last thing
1: I'll say about yeah. the fantasy thing. Uh, again, I ended up with a Jalen Hurts and uh, Jalen Rager stack, yeah. which is
0: a lot of lot of buzz about Rager, kind of really? sneakily under the radar, well, bubble screens.
2: Uh, How do you feel about that, Sean? Uh, I'm i a, I'm a little lukewarm on Rager. I think I need to see a, a bit more yeah, going to soak up a lot of those targets.
0: I, I don't, I was disappointed by Rager last year, but I mean the case for him to have a bounce back year and you know, to how you would explain it, I, I think is pretty easy. He seems to have a good connection with Hertz. So I'm, I, I'm not ready to give up on him yet, but uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. He was, he was a disappointment. He was also banged up the no, you know, the no preseason thing. I think really hurt a guy like Jalen Rager. So, and for more Eagles talk, yeah, make sure. Die Hard Eagles podcast. We <laughs> broke down, uh, we broke down a bunch of Eagles prop bets. So, even if you're uh, if you're just listening for betting, there's a ton of stuff there. And uh,
1: at Kramer Centric on Twitter, if you want to see the picture of Danny time shredded, <laughs> it's
0: pretty awesome. <sighs> All right, Kramer, what's your lock? Uh, dog.
1: Series thoughts. Uh, lock. Oof. I think it's. I mean, chalky as hell. But give me Brooklyn. They're mm. gonna, They're rolling on this one. Uh, dog. You know what? I'll. T- I'll take the Hawks minus nine and a half. Like I told you, that's plus two hundred. And uh, for like a fun play, I. I'll, I'll throw the Jazz one out there. Jazz don't lose a game from here on out. Win the series four one plus one ninety five. Ooh.
0: Okay. All right. For my lock, you know, Sixers baby. Sixers minus five and a half for my dog. The more I think about it, I I think Memphis plus one sixty on the money line series price. The Clippers just have to win this game. I mean, there's too much money in LA and in this market. Steve Ballmer, he's got that Microsoft money. One of these crooked refs are going to help him uh, win this series. So give me Clippers plus two hundred on the series price. Uh, Dan, closing it out. Lock dog series uh, series bet you like from here on out.
2: Yeah, lock dog, I'm gonna go with the Milwaukee Bucks to close it out on Saturday, man. Ooh. The heat look awful. Um, yeah. don't believe in them. And unfortunately I picked them to win the series. Yeah. Lost that one, so I'm gonna have to head second round here. Um, and then my dog, I'm gonna ride with rock with Memphis, man. I, I really like them at plus five. Let's let's roll with them.
0: Okay. And any other so sorry, for your series,
2: are you using Milwaukee?
0: Series, yeah, sorry.
2: Series bet, I'm gonna go. Ooh. Yeah, you get, man, you got, I got to rock with the cl- I got to rock with the clips here, man. Um, I think they're gonna yeah. show up, end up winning this series four three plus three forty. I know they're down o two, but I- I'm riding with them.
1: And what you'll see uh, when uh, they win this game and walking away fashion, hopefully, is you're gonna see the line overcorrect. I, I I do. I think they're gonna become a big bigger favorite than they should become. Uh, so this is the time to buy them. You're gonna be too late. To get on the Clippers bandwagon, they aren't losing
0: again in the first round, Sean. It 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 seems like now is the time to get on the bandwagon. I can unleash some Steve Ballmer gifts as they crawl yeah. their way back. And, and you the know series. what?
1: They're not losing Game Five because there's a strong chance I'll be in the building.
0: Oh yeah, look out! Hey. Might be uh, might be heading to a Clippers game live. Thank you guys as always for tuning into the podcast. Make sure you drop us a rating and review on the old Apple Podcast for your chance to win gear. Merch Monday upgraded to hoodie season every hmm. Monday. We're pick, we're picking a uh, review to reward a uh, sweet SGP hoodie, and uh, you can check it out. Merch Monday announced every Monday on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. So give us a follow there. Make sure you check out Dan Titus on Twitter at Dan Titus. Very easy to remember. He's hosting Still the N- NBA Gambling Podcast as well. Does a ton of uh, other uh, stuff all over the web. Sean, fun fact down. NBA Gambling Podcast, yes. five days a week. Cut I, I don't know if you like the NBA. Thank but you for participating in the Sports yes, Gambling Podcast. Again, give it a, a daily listen. <laughs> the guys are killing it over there. Tons of great stuff, good action, and a lot of fun. So check them out for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green. And he is Ryan.
1: Don't worry, Sean. I've asked Danny dimes, which pre-workout he
0: uses Kramer. Let it ride.